Hey, hey, hey! Welcome back to Girl Chat Sports. We are here. We are here. We are here. I'm just sorry. I'm just reading something that caught me off guard here. That the WalMarts are permanently closing all their stores in Oregon, Portland. Oh yeah, because I guess there's been too much theft or something. Yeah, now that drugs are available in the street out there, I guess I could just you know try to try to score them as best. I don't know. That's crazy. Uh, 24-7 here because people doing the same thing. So are they going to close a few of them here too? You never know. You never know. Yeah, I mean, know. I wouldn't doubt it. There's a couple they need to close that I've been to. <laughs> but we'll, well, we'll sure. stay off of that. Sure. Anyways. Sure, uh, it, locations. It... <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Girl Chat Sports. Mo and Mel here. It's uh, not only Women's History Month, but it's also International Women's Day. So we... Salute to all the women out there. Um, we hope that uh, everyone, you know, enjoys it. But, you know, appreciate women all year round, really. That's what it is. Um, but it's a good day. It's yeah, nice to real. see all these professional sports and other things, people of other organizations, you know, supporting the women in their organizations and their companies and showing love to them. So that's good. Uh, we appreciate that. I appreciate that. Yeah, uh, we got a guest on though. We want to get her on because um, she's not yes. in our time zone. So <laughs> we want to make sure we get her for as long as we can. So please, without further introduction, please welcome Natasha Gransberry, the stadium queen. Hey, girl. Hey, ladies. How are you? <laughs> good. Hi, good. Yes. Yes. So. You know, we needed to have some women on this show. Last week, we had a special short one with some women on um, to discuss the importance of women's history, to discuss what it means to you. So before we get into kind of like your stadium queen-ness, I guess you could say, maybe kind of talk a little about what women's history means to you, um, International Women's Day, maybe what it means for you in like a sports realm or you in an attorney's realm, because I know that's your other hat. But what does that women's history mean for you? Uh, ironically, it, it means something a little bit uh, more simple, just being able to be assured of yourself and whatever you choose to do. Um, you know, yeah. my current role is an attorney, but I feel like I'm so much more in life. You know, I've worked as an engineer, I've worked as a bartender. So like, I feel like <laughs> all of those things are a part of me and they create titles because that's how the world decides. But my character and who I am is the same in whatever position I've had. So I, I think that's the most important thing to take away from women's history. You can be whatever you want and right. whatever that is, and it can change. And so that's that's what it, you know, that's what I think about most because I'm not the same person I was last year, and I'm definitely not the same person I was a decade ago. And so with that, you know, wherever you are today, think about how you may want to be a part of history in the future. Right. And what part of women's history has shaped you thus far? Absolutely. Yeah. I like that. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, but let's get into the the good stuff because, you know, we've talked sports before with you on the show. Yeah. We've uh, we've enjoyed your pickums show that you have during football season. Oh, yeah. We know that's your boyfriend, so I know you back in the. <laughs> we know you back in the single market because football yeah. season's over with. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but talk to us about like what it's been. I mean, we'll start with Super Bowl, the last Super Bowl, Super Bowl Fifty Seven in Arizona. You had a chance to get there. Here's a, just a couple picks. I'll do a video a little bit later. Oh, this was in. I'm sorry, L.A. These because there's so many. These are the ones. <laughs> 
in Phoenix. Yes. So she got up in there. There's a video I'll show in a little bit. But kind of talk to us about, um, you know, I haven't been to an actual Super Bowl game. I've gone to numerous Super Bowl events or, you know, like the the stuff that's happening around the city. But what was what was your experience in Arizona like this year? Uh, very different. I mean, but the most consistent part was West Coast vibes, right? Um, you know, just great weather, not really being concerned about the weather as much. Uh, the, other than that, and this, it's just a very different feel. I'm, I'm like you. I've been to several Super Bowl cities while the Super Bowl was taking place. I've, you know, done, done many things other than the game. And even last year, that was not my plan. But <laughs> something changed. I was like, Kendrick Lamar, Dre, Snoop, yeah. all in one right. place. And football, like. I just couldn't allow myself to be in town and watch it on TV. Right. That was the worst thing ever because now I don't know how to watch the game on TV. How to so, be home and just watch it, it right? Totally gave right. You. It totally gave you. Yes. Uh, and, and, you know, that's actually how my travel started. It changed me. I, of course, mm-hmm. I've been to football games before. I went to professional games on the road. I had been to professional games at home. But something about the road changed me, and 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 it's been that way, honestly, since 2011. I've been changed mm. since that happened, mm. and I've never looked back. And I've already started planning the next two Super Bowls, so obviously uh, I'm changed from L.A. But like I said, the, the weather probably helped the most. You, you just feel good and you, and you, and you're not really worried about, will it rain? Is it too cold? You know, is it going to snow? You know, just things that you, you see always on the news with the other Super Bowls that have taken place right. on the East Coast. Yeah. And it's just good to know that that wasn't even a factor. Yeah. And it wasn't. And luckily it wasn't during these like frigid temperatures that we got after Super Bowl because Nevada yeah. and Arizona both have been going through <laughs> these rain, snow. It's just like a mix of everything. So it seemed like great weather. Now talk about maybe some of the events or the things that you saw while you were there. And if you have like any, you know, favorite moments from the from your trip there. So I definitely have several favorite moments from Arizona. One would, you know, I'm sure Mo would like. Uh, I enjoyed meeting the president of the Raiders. Um, I had oh, you got kid. to meet Sandra. Yes, I finally got to meet Sandra. Like, it's like one of those weird things. Like, that was like something on a bucket list for me once she was selected as uh, president last year. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, man. Did I you wanna... tell her that you knew me? Like, you're, like you were cool? Like, of course I did not. <laughs> I was like, look, I didn't want to claim the rights to you. I remember when you told <laughs> no, me. No, totally claim the rights to you because then you probably would have got even more access to be like, oh my God, you're a good person too, right? Yeah, so the, the first time I you know, ran into her, I actually got to ask her a few questions and, and have a brief interview on the red carpet. She was at the Sports right. Power Brunch and it was in its fourth right. year. That is something that I definitely highly recommend if you're in town or the Super Super Bowl comes to your city, which it will be next year for you guys, that you attend that brunch or cover that brunch. It's an, it's an yeah. awesome event with, and it's backed by the NFL. They sponsored this year and they get great sponsors and they give awesome awards. Of course, Asia was a uh, recipient 
as well at the event. So that that was pretty interesting to talk to her. Uh-huh. And then, you know, to the side, I, you know, I shared that we, we're Soros. So she gave me friendly love oh, on yeah, that one. So we, we had a moment. And, and then, and at the end, it's so funny because that was the first event I covered at the beginning of the week. And then at the end, uh, you know, after they have the MVP press conference, they, right before, they also have the, changeover of Super Bowl host cities. So Phoenix oh, okay. changed over to Vegas and she was there as well and unveiled the new football for the next Super Bowl. Yes, there it is. Oh, and there you go. I have to talk to her about that again and, and get in some photo ops. So that, that to me yeah. was probably like the best event. Um, actually um, meeting uh, Miss Lee, she worked for years with the Padres, one of the first openly gay black women working in baseball as general counsel. Mm-hmm. She's now moved on to form her own uh, business, working in the whole DNI space and things of that wow. nature. So that those were some awesome, okay. awesome things. I got to talk to Taylor Rooks. I think I just like I said that right. event. That event was enough, and that event was on Tuesday. <laughs> so everything else <laughs> after that. Yeah, I- I think I saw you post or somebody posted and I was like, oh my God, this looks so lit because that was one of the things that Sandra had mentioned. She had an event to go to, but I had no idea that that was going to encompass what all of that, you know? Yes. It, so it, I'm glad it, it's amazing. Right. Just, just amazing. Just about everybody you could, you know, think of from PR positions to marketing. Yeah. I I just think it's a great room uh, to be in. It was almost one of those moments where I was like, dang, did I choose to cover this? Maybe I should have just attended, (laughs) but you know, it was available to attend. And I love the part about where, when they had the panels, they restricted all video. Because mm, they good. want people to feel open and have natural conversation, right? And kind of get in depth, and and that part you you just can't you just can't duplicate um, ever again, really. And so I really enjoyed that, and and you know I got to meet some different Hall of Famers. The weirdest thing at the game, I saw Tony Dungy trying to take a they were trying to take a selfie him and whoever he was with at the time, and <laughs> I just saw the struggle of the the whole. <laughs> I was like, hey, can I, you know, can I just take your picture? Right. For you? Like, I don't want a picture with you. I don't want to bother you. And, you know, most people don't understand. Usually when you see the uh, the former athletes pregame, they're working a tailgate and they're on a paid appearance. So he really okay. was waiting for a special cart to come pick up him and all the people and take them to the tailgate. So you don't want to bring much attention. So that was why I was like, hey, I'll just take your picture, you know, hand you the phone back. And security was like, did you know who that was? I was like, yes, but right now he's trying to be a fan himself. He wants a picture himself with the logo in the background. So that was one of those weird moments. Uh, and that happens. At Super- you run into so many like stars and people and you're like, they're just trying to have a good Sunday. Yeah. You know? so. And enjoy the festivities. Did you see Nicole Lynn? I did not see Nicole. Uh, if she was at the brunch, maybe she came in after or she skipped the red carpet because I did not see her on the red carpet. Um, and even when I interviewed Jalen at the beginning of the week, that wasn't really an event where she would necessarily uh, be in that spot. She might have been somewhere else for some other things, but I she did, I didn't get a chance to meet her. I've met her at a different event here in Houston. Oh, really? When she was here. I want to meet her yeah. so badly. Like, I literally yeah. want to meet her so yeah. badly. Well, I yeah, mean, this yeah. is your shot. 
Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Well, yeah. and Jalen got the whole female squad for his management team. Right. So he's woman power, uh, woman history right there. <laughs> correct. Correct. It's great. It's great. So you went to the LA one last year. You've been to Arizona. Out of the two, do you have a preference as to who maybe did it better or what you prefer? I, I definitely. Well, so the difference is I didn't do without rainbows. the stadium, without the stadium, because I know the right. stadium is probably nicer. You know, we, we get that part. But right. yeah. I don't think the stadium even bothered me uh, as much because I didn't try to rate it on that. It's hard to go from a stadium that's barely two years old hosting a yeah. Super Bowl to one that's been around. I think Arizona did a good job of keeping things close, meaning the official Super Bowl activities were easy to access, you know, and move around downtown you were kind of familiar with where you had to go and what you had to do and then the events may have been in scottsdale but for the most part everything was kind of centrally located la is so big and the traffic is so bad it's like everything you planned for you had to really think about it hard now true they always have the team spread out but i had friends associated with the rams last year in town it was a long drive out to their hotel. Like, oh, no. I mean, I understand the reason why, but it was just like, oh, my gosh, will this ride never end? But <laughs> you don't really have that in Phoenix. Um, so so I would say from that part, it was better if you leave the, the stadium part out of it. But I think they do a really good job of thinking about general things like logistics, right? Okay, um, sure. in, in Phoenix, I parked on site. You know, I bought a parking pass. It was easy to get in. And honestly, it was easy to get out. And they definitely have plenty of gates when you're trying to get into the Super Bowl. And I think that's a big thing. You don't want to spend an hour in line trying to get inside to the Super Bowl. And and for people who, you know, haven't went and are thinking about going, what's beautiful about it is it's, it's all encompassing, right? The reason why you usually don't have parking, LA didn't have parking on site. All parking was offsite in LA, which honestly, well, LA. well I remember them announcing that. I remember when they were saying that. But honestly, that was the best for them because I've went to yeah. a game, yeah. a non-Super Bowl game, and it's awful to get in and out of there. It's just awful. So you have to think it's literally across the street from the Forum, and it's in the middle of Inglewood. So it's not like it's right. not easy at all. You know, Arizona was built by the freeway. So you have every exit mm-hmm. to it. Okay. So my, my point in, you know, bringing that up, it's just really that part. I would I would lean toward, you know, Arizona on ha- and how they handle that and told you and you still could get mm-hmm. in and out of of the stadium. And so my point is at the Super Bowl starts at the gate. And the gates are all the way back. So the difference on Super Bowl Sunday, you know how we go through gates at the game and then we can kind of hang out in the plaza areas or whatever. And then you go through ticket gates to enter the stadium. Well, Mm -hmm. the first gate you enter is the ticket gate. Everything is included with the Super Bowl. There's private tailgates. But once you're on the facility, you're on it. So you can go in and out of the stadium as much as you want wow, and keep walking around in that perimeter because it's all encompassing. So you can go inside, use the restroom or shop at the store and come back out and chill for a little bit. You just can't leave that entry, that ground entry. So wherever the ground entry is, that's the furthest part you can go. 
So you well, not- in Arizona has that huge area out there. They also have for all their pregame stuff. Usually, even during regular games, they correct. have a big area out there. Yeah, oh, correct. Well, and so the difference in LA, which, like I said, with no parking, it was at the edge of the parking lots. So basically. Okay. Once you stepped on the parking lots, it's the same thing. Those tailgates, there's more tailgate tents set up. And Cheryl Crow was the performer for the okay. pregame tailgate. And you kind of pay per level. And if you kind of think about it, instead of levels going up, the levels go out. And so based on the level of tailgate you pay for, you enter your tailgate. But the stage is at the entry point at the back. So we all see the stage, if that makes sense. Oh. That so we may not be in the same tailgate, but we're mm-hmm. we're seeing the same concert. Well, that's good. That's nice. And then, of course, we've got Vegas here next year. And I know they're already getting started on all their plans and a lot of downtown action, probably a lot of strip action. And we'll see how much ends up happening off the strip because <laughs> you never know. It could could be out here in Summerlin at the ballpark, could be down in uh, Henderson at the Dollar Loan Center. We'll see what these guys, uh, you know, and the ladies of the organization have planned. I know they're already securing volunteers and trying to get this hoopla of, you know, people. The pre-sale, the first batch of (laughs) pre-sales sold out already. Oh, I believe it. They're going to be going for halftime on it, Natasha. Uh, I think they may go back and ask Taylor, you know, they they asked Taylor last year and she wanted to finish re-recording all of her original, um, songs and she said she wouldn't be ready by Super Bowl. So they either ask her cuz I don't see I, I, like in my mind I can't think of anybody else immediate that would that would Yeah, I, I had suggested maybe Taylor Swift along with the Killers and Imagine Dragons just cuz they're from Vegas to accompany her if it's that kind of thing. But that's what I'm thinking. I don't think it's going to be another hip hop R&B. I don't think we're going to see that for the Vegas one. I think it's going <laughs> to no. be her. No totally difference. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And I think it's still mm-hmm. fitting, you know. Oh, so. yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like, I'm not tripping. Hey, I no. like Taylor. I like Taylor Swift. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not opposed to it. <laughs> I'm just hoping they have better grass. Because it's Vegas. I hmm? hope, the, and I hope they have better grass. Just so you know, it's true that the grass was awful. You know how people complain and they make excuses. So we went um, back to the stadium the day after the game and onto the field. And it, it was just atrocious. Like, well, because they were growing it for a while outside of the stadium, weren't they? Yes, but you know that's not really an issue because that's exactly what they do in Vegas. Oh, During the week, yeah. the grass is outside in the parking lot growing. Then right. they track it back inside for the games on that's Sunday, right. and then they track it back out. So that's not that's a new absolutely thing. Absolutely right. Yeah, that's not yeah. a new thing. It's no. it's pretty sad that that's the only time that field was used and it it looks horrible. Oh, well, we terrible. had complaints on our grass the start of last season too in Allegiant for that same reason it was patchy and it wasn't looking like it was even in the preseason games our grass so it's just funny like that sometimes on how they're treating it. Eugene, Oregon, grass capital of the world. Please, talk, <laughs> the please, ducks, huh? please <laughs> get involved with them and talk to them about how to grow grass. Please. I did not know that was the grass capital of the world. Hilarious. I'm serious. Yeah. Uh, tidbit fact I learned when I used to be an engineer. I traveled there and they were like, oh my god, grass capital of the world. Huh. Yeah. So the ducks always have an advantage is what you're saying, huh? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Mad chip, I'm sure. 
So before we get into some hot topics, I just want to pick your brain. So is there any stadiums you haven't visited that you're like, it's this is next? Or is there something you need to revisit because you want to see it again? Because so I know it's... So the only thing really left for me now is for my, so the difference with me is like, I've been to every stadium, but I've seen my team play in every stadium, which takes longer. You know, you can visit stadiums, but I've actually went to see the team play in each one. And we, we played in the Georgia Dome versus playing in Mercedes Benz and we played in Candlestick, but I've circled back and I caught them in Levi last year. So the only stadium that's open now that we haven't played in for me to see is SoFi, but I've been to SoFi oh, for gotcha. several games. So I'll definitely make that trip again when they play in SoFi. I most likely won't redo Atlanta just because I've done it several times. I The Celebration Bowl, you know, so I've seen the stadium on several occasions. I've seen a Falcons game there against the Saints. It's not really one that I have to get back to. I'll give it credit that it is the most economical stadium. The pricing and set up for food, families can afford to go. It won't break you trying to feed your family at the game. So that part I love. Uh, I would always take another trip back to Green Bay. And I'm slightly addicted to SoFi. Like so so much so that I almost (laughs) bought season tickets. For the Chargers, like honestly, I almost bought season yeah, tickets for the Chargers. Too. They were like a couple hundred bucks. They weren't even a lot, you know. That, and that's them. why I was going to buy them. Like it's it's a beautiful mm-hmm. seat everywhere in the stadium. And you know, I'm so glad I went before I went to Super Bowl because I knew then, oh, I can sit in a higher level yeah. seat. Yeah, because I'm really obsessed with lower level seats. But I knew that second level is a beautiful view. It's almost better than first level in SoFi for some reason. It's like the perfect combination of seeing the screen and the field. And the field. And the field. So I I definitely recommend if you second level, any row, you know, it doesn't matter. Sideline, end zone. So, yes, I do plan on doing those again. And now I just look for matchups when it comes to football. There's a good matchup then I just try to go to it, which is what happened last year. I went to the NFC Championship because I was like, there's no way the 49ers beat the Rams three times. <laughs> in one. And I was right. There was just no way, right? So, and this year I wanted to see the AFC Championship, but um, yeah. I just the weather, I just wasn't willing to just. You can't do all that. Kansas yeah. City. Yeah, it was no. not. I, I mean, I've been in Kansas City when they set records and destroyed the Texans in the playoffs. And I said I was never going back there in the cold for that and driving in that snow. You know, I Ugh. slid across the freeway, flights canceled. That was the worst for me. So I think for me, it just needs to be a warmer, steady environment or I don't have to see the matchup. I'll watch it on yeah. TV. And and not for nothing too, Tasha. The thing of it is, is the flights were getting canceled even when the weather was good or bad. It was just a bad season of travel. So just yeah. imagine if you tried to do it anyway. All bad. Yeah, I, and I was, and I wasn't. The only reason I wasn't worried about that for Super Bowl last year, I went a few days before. This year, I went a whole week before. So I wasn't yeah. as stressed about getting there. And I was like, when I get back, I get back because I never leave the Monday <laughs> after Super Bowl anyway. Because it's like the worst travel day. You can't right. You can't everything. Even though they have flights, they're all delayed or or slow. Right. Hmm. Uh, wow. <laughs> I know that airport was crazy too. I'm sure. 
Oh, uh, so we'll get into hot topics real quick. We'll keep you on, do some hot topics with you. We'll let you go. We know you got other stuff to be doing, but of course we want to talk a little bit about John Morant. Um, today we found I mean, out that there would be real no- quick, uh, Melissa, before oh, you even yeah. get into that, no. I don't know if you've got the memo across your phone, but your supersonics legend, Sean Kemp just got booked into jail. For a drive-by just right now. For a drive-by. I don't even have that yet. Oh, I see it right now. Booked on a felony drive-by shooting? Yes, this just happened. What in all balls in Washington is going on? So I'm going to pull it up and we'll talk about that during Hugadores because I am like, oh, Lord. Maybe he was on that... Is it him or Gary that has? This is what we're doing at 53? This is what 53 looks like? <laughs> so maybe, he ain't learned yet maybe either. He a, maybe he had a reverse day. He thought he was 35. I don't know. Even that's too old. <laughs> so I don't know. I mean, he was in Tacoma. I'll say that. Tacoma, you know, it's... <laughs> they they mentioned not no thing of Tacoma. No, it says Tacoma <laughs> police. Tacoma? That, it's oh, in Tacoma. Tacoma? Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Pierce County, oh, okay. he's in Tacoma. So that's, yeah. yeah. Uh, anywho, we'll get to him and, and his gun yeah. later. <laughs> but <laughs> we'll, we'll start with Jaw. So Jaw is not going to be facing any criminal charges um, from the Colorado Police Department there. I can't remember the city he was in. It was just, just outside of Denver. It was after, on Saturday, early Saturday morning, after they had lost to the Nuggets. He had an IG live, I'm sure we all know by now, with a gun in hand, dancing around, rap, you know, with music in a strip club with a shirt off. And then he comes out with a statement later that afternoon, which most likely is his PR team who have been quite busy over the course of the last month, I'd assume, because there's been a few allegations and speculations in regards to Jaw and things that he's been doing um, off the court. And then we got this. So we took a couple of days off. And we learned today that he's going to be out for at least four more games. You know, there's been different opinions from, you know, you've seen Shaq's perspective when we saw like the stack and the um, Jalen Rose, Jalen Rose, Rose Gilbert Arenas Arenas Mm -hmm. had his take because he was also had got suspended, I think, for the entire season when he wasn't. DC. He was doing the motions. Yes. Yeah. But he was a little different though, because he actually had Paul one. Paul Pierce in the locker even room. said the same thing about the gun. You know, Paul Pierce has a different take on it too. Like they've all had a different experience with having a weapon. You know. Yeah. Well, in the in the NBA, does, because, you, huh? Because what? Well, I just said it hits differently this time because we're in this this bubble of the whole gun control laws, mass shootings. This uh, kind of lens that we're in in this space and that's where it's it's triggering well i think it's also social media like when these other things were happening social media i mean you weren't going live and doing showing what you was doing right then and you know having to face the backlash right after i mean you might have done something i I mean i think it's because the climate is so severe like his punishment is more severe than what kyrie irvin went through and did you understand what i'm saying like less severe i should say than what kyrie irvin kyrie irvin lost contracts with nike they're not well, from John Moran. So I differ on that. I don't think that he needed a more severe punishment. He he was doing something, quote unquote, silly. And if we're being honest, a lot of gun owners flash their guns. And yeah, the, they only, do. the only part that adds to it is whether or not 
he had a real gun when he was in the actual strip club, which is why they can't bring forward the charges. Right. They've already announced because they don't have a way. They have no way of ever proving there was a real gun in the strip club and that that was all done at the same time. Now, we can use common sense and say different things, but I mm -hmm. don't feel like someone brandishing their own gun to be stupid or silly is a reason to lose a contract. I think that's the point, too, of like we get too much with the curve. And because I and I'll be honest, because I don't really, quote unquote, keep up with uh, Kyrie's comments like that, I can't really get into justifying or not justifying what Nike did. I'm just saying strictly, I don't think that was a reason for Ja to lose any contracts. There seems to be more levels to the things with Kyrie and then the team and just too much to, to dive into. But Ja's is a little bit more isolated because had any other player and we've seen it several times and people have to think about it a lot of people do the gun thing right and i know yeah. he was being silly because they had already brought it up before that's a reason not to do it but again <laughs> right. the, these young you, these young bubble millionaires and people think that money makes you smart because they always say no. you have too much money to do that no so the broke people can do it like what, so who can do right. it? Right. So you know, I'm, and I just really like I've said this, and I've said it on my own personal page. People are blaming parents, and I'm like, we have to be really careful about blaming parents for adult decisions because right. your kid's gonna grow up too. So while you're being such this perfect parent in your bubble, right? Let me know if you can control everything your kid does at 26. You think any parent believed their kid was gonna kill their spouse? Right. Or their own right. kids, and we're gonna say it's their parenting. They didn't respect them. You don't know that. You These parents know. can't even control their high school students, their middle school students. Well, like, I mean, and I'm not trying to get into the whole. We see them in the store running around and dropping cans and throwing stuff, so they can't. Well, do that guess, at an early age. I guess I'm saying like I would consider myself a decent kid, right? I didn't seek out to break the law or steal things mm -hmm. or whatever, but I had a pretty foul mouth. And I made the honor roll. My mom didn't teach me to go around cursing all the time and <laughs> thinking the F-bomb yeah. was cool, you know. But it's like, oh, well, who raised her? My mother, you know. So that's that's my take on that, you know. Like, yeah. it's it's not And an I agree with you. Science. I don't think this contract should get pulled either. But I feel like the measure of severity when we're in this climate, like I said, about gun control, gun violence, everything about the guns, the school shootings. Wouldn't that have been a more natural response with Nike doing that as opposed to Kyrie's just saying some things about a about a commentary of a documentary? I'm just saying. Well, remember, like we don't believe said, in gun control. That's the whole problem. We don't believe in gun control. Yeah, as much as we <laughs> do, and that's another reason why he won't lose his thing. That's that's the whole point I'm trying to make. So, and then that's my point. If we if we punish yeah. him that way, then we need to create better gun control. And since we don't right. have that then you can't punish him for doing what a owner of a gun is allowed to do. Yeah. Do we think this is going to be the last we hear of Jaws? I mean, yeah, he'll, if he gets back, he'll get back in the league and play, but is this going to be the last altercation or issue for Jaw? Do you think he's learned his lesson from this? I mean, he's still learning. He's young. He's I think he's still learning and he's over it. And I think now the problem is know. it'll be the scrutiny. It won't necessarily be that he, he did something worthy of a discussion. But just because you've already done it once, it's kind of like you put the mark on your back and you yeah. can't get it off 
until people are ready to let up or move on to something else. Exactly. And my point in that is the example with him making the the gunshot thing on the sideline. That wasn't to harm anyone, but because of the action with the laser gun possibility, that becomes a big thing. We Mm -hmm. wouldn't even think about it that harsh. I mean, if you think about it, I mean, Kevin Durant's Instagram name is Easy Money Sniper. So, I mean, yeah. we're, not, yeah. we're, we, we, we're, we're not opposed to using that, right. that, you know, vernacular in sports. So, And it's a climate where these video games are popular. You've got all the shooting games. I mean, it's just... Well, it's, they stopped passing the buck on that when the school shootings started happening. I haven't heard about mm-hmm. the video games as much Correct. as I used They to. have. It's they, more they so just call of that. that's, been a, that's an old thing. Correct. So now it's a new thing that they're doing. I have my phone wow. on Do Not Disturb. I don't know why people are texting me. I segue. I'm sorry. I digress. <laughs> that's okay. crazy. You popular, Mo. That's what it is. They know, know. they know you off today. <laughs> <laughs> Not even. <laughs> like new phone, who this? Now everybody wants to Right, 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 right. Uh, well, if anything, maybe the strip club's getting some, uh, some popularity off this one, too, because now they're all in the news. Funny, it was the name of it was Shotgun Willies. Oh, Even wow. oh my gosh, you're kidding, right. right? No, I'm serious. Shotgun Willies was the name of the strip club. So see, and it might have had fake guns in there for all we know. As I mean, had the, it's not shot, it's not video. pistol gun willies, it was shotgun willies. So who knows? Still, yeah. <laughs> I just watched a TikTok where they got these Glock nines looking like water guns. And then yes, the sis yes. comes in with the young black woman saying, Black people, this toy is not for you. Don't do it. And not for nothing, the gun looked like similar to the one that John Moran was brandishing. I mean, it looked like a straight up Glock, but it was a water pistol. Well, I just hope that he also can make some decisions on his circle that he keeps and the people that are near him. Because I know one thing that I found in common with most of these guys that have talked about, the ones that have been in the league that have had similar issues, is that they at least say, like, you know, you're at a point where people want should be telling you no don't do that because they know what you've got going on they know that the the future you could hold so you know hey if i'm watching if i'm with you i'm like man get off you are not doing that right here no <laughs> well I, don't know. I just it's like dame dash says don't hire your friends to do jobs and work for you if they're your friends why would you want them to be servants to you make them bosses make them be something else outside of just your circle tight when you have security, Floyd Mayweather's security is about six foot eight, huge guys. And he's this little guy. We know he can fight. But when you see Floyd out, he's with that security. That is hired help. Those aren't his friends. Those aren't his associates. When you get to a level of celebrity, that's what you need to invest in. Security companies are out there for a reason. You don't employ your friends to be servants to you. You employ them to be a rich Paul or you employ them to be something else. And if they can't get on the level of that, you pretty much have to leave them where they stand. Because I they're not on the part growth. of it. They're not on that level for that. I don't know if well, he he's wants not, to he's make enabling someone... them to not be on that level. Their mentality yeah. is that. And the fact is that it's it's who he associates with. You either grow or you don't. You know, you stay there. And you sometimes got to leave people behind. And people, let's yeah. be real. You have friendships for a season. I know there's probably friends you girls had growing up ace boon coons and ain't heard from in decades. Sometimes people come in your life for different seasons. Sometimes they're not there all the way through your journey. That's the situation with him, too. Oh, I just straight up put him out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've been done with it. 
Yeah, I'd have been done. Like, if you want to thug stuff, you're going to have to stay on that corner because you're not going to be, you know what I mean? Yeah. This is now I want this money. Now I'm getting paid and I got to yeah. be responsible. But hey. Yeah. So well, good luck to Ja. And hopefully, you know, he's able to continue to learn and, and make positive choices. Um, but let's get into this other hot topic of the quarterback situation. I do want to provide a short video of one of my favorite guys out there on the social media, Benchmore Brand, because he definitely broke this one down. Check it out. Derek Carr and Geno Smith can get long-term deals, but I get smacked upside the head with the franchise tag. That's great. I mean, you are asking for way more than what they got. Yeah, because I'm worth way more than what they got. Hey, I'm the best quarterback in the NFC South now. Have some respect. Derek, that bar is so low a drunk hamster could jump over it. All right, at least give some props to Geno. You're right. You're right. Geno, congrats. Hell of a story. Honestly, I'm still in shock. Imagine five years ago someone told you Geno Smith would get a $100 million contract. You'd never believe him. Actually, I would. I just would have assumed you were still bad and it was the Browns that gave you that contract. Hey guys, Daniel Jones just got paid too. You've got to be kidding me. It's okay, Lamar. You'll be one of us soon enough. God, there is no us. That's the whole point. I'm sorry, but I'm on a different level than you guys. A different level? What? So you're telling me everyone who's ever called me Vanilla Vic has just been being sarcastic and people have hyped me up to be way better than I actually am? That's exactly what I'm saying. Yes. Oh. Well, that's kind of mean. Hey, Lamar, look, I know you're upset about the tag, but we're working to get you some new weapons, okay? All right, I guess that's a start. Who is it? Well, it yeah, let me save you the trouble. I read a report yesterday that someone from the Ravens said, and I quote, my nipples are hard for Alan Lazard. Alan Lazard. You're not only gonna sign, but make weird sexual advances toward Alan Lazard. We're targeting Byron Pringle too. I'm going to Miami. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, <laughs> Mo can't get rid of Derek Carr because she he went to her second team. We've yeah, got Derek Carr can. going on with the Saints. $150 million, 100 guaranteed for four years. I mean, he got paid. He, he did what he wanted. He wanted to get some money. And... He's going to fly oh. back to Vegas and do Sunday service. <laughs> yeah, he will. And He'll find a nice church there. He'll find a nice church there in New Orleans. Yeah, set up a church. Right. Yeah, right. I can't shake the guy, and I'm honestly shocked that they gave him that, you know, as a part of his contract. But uh, poor Jameis Winston, huh? Yeah, that doesn't look like it's going to be good for him. Um, and then, you know, it was funny because Michael Thomas got into the conversation about can't wait for you to be here. And I'm like, we haven't even seen Michael Thomas for how many years? So right, <laughs> are, you are you playing this year? How about that? Let's start there. Uh, and then, you know, we've got Gino. Um, I didn't realize this. Gino over his 10 years in the in the league had only made seven, I only say only, but in football terms, only made $17.5 million. He made seven million dollars last year after his incentives kicked in. And he's got a three-year $105 million contract with 52 in the first year. So as he should. As he should. Big time. As he should. He worked for it. And then we got Lamar. So Ladies, I mean, you know, you can give me, uh, Natasha, give us your stance on on what you feel about, you know, do you feel like Aaron's going to to the New York? Is Lamar going to find a home outside of Baltimore? Inclinations? <laughs> so, so, so first the legalities, right? With the Lamar situation, they're using the new CBA against him, right? And, you know, this exclusive, non-exclusive, um, tag is really a waste of time it's basically saying we're we're only going to give you what we said we'll we'll put this number right here right at a threshold where they'll have to give us these picks if they take you and nobody's going to do it and 
The reason nobody's going to do it is because everybody's at a sit and wait. It doesn't, it doesn't have to be right now. There are very few teams that have to try to win next year. So they're not going to bite on it. It's not, it's not a conversation about whether or not he's worth it. Hell yeah, he's worth it. For this for the same reason, Deshaun was worth it, right? They're good quarterbacks, period. End of discussion. The but the problem is the CBA is set up in such a certain way now that that's what he's stuck with. And it's it's a lazy tactic. And and I understand analytics says to the Ravens, we've gotten by with mediocre quarterbacks and won Super Bowls. We've competed yeah. with average quarterbacks. Why do we have to pay all of this when we can go get an average quarterback? Right. And that's part of the problem, yeah. right? So unfortunately, he will be in Baltimore, and it's either he won't play or he'll play on that horrible, horrible tag, <laughs> and somebody will wait it out and take him. And it's and technically, honestly, it's not fair to compare what Seattle decided to do for Geno and what no. Baltimore won't do for Lamar because Seattle didn't say Lamar or Geno, let's pay Geno. Right. You know what I mean? The Saints didn't say David or Lamar, so let's pay David. The, right. the Baltimore Ravens held on to the last day that they could decide to extend the tag they never said, like, at least with David, we knew well in advance they were opening the door to let him discuss other options, right? So at, at that point, you're trying to see what's available for this player if we could trade him, if it'll work. Okay, it won't work. Now let's move to this other option. Lamar was never offered for a trade. Right. Because, mm. because at the end of the day, they know a trade would not be just two first round picks. It would have been some other players, some other things, and it probably would have happened. Somebody would have jumped at it. So you make the offer so unattractive because you know you want the player. That's and that's crazy for those two first round picks is like, that's just. I'm from a team yeah. that did that. For for yeah. a, a lineman, we 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 did it for offensive lineman, and people called us what crazy, stupid, yep. wasting picks. And at the end of the day, he's still a great lineman. He's one of the best. But at the end of the day, two first round picks hurt us more than it gained to get him. At sure. we suffered yeah. after that pick. We, his yeah. play up, but our team as a whole suffered. I so, mean, look at my team and Jamal Adams, like we gave away two first round picks. We've seen him play a total, I think, six games over the course of the last two years. So just name me a team that gave up two first round picks and it and it and it amounted never. to okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because even the Rams, right? They gave up picks at different times to get the team they needed last year to win. And literally look at them now. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> well, it'll be interesting. It'll be so interesting. What's going on with y'all and Mariota being gone? Who y'all got up next? <laughs> Who's y'all? Texans don't got Mariota, do they? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm tripping. I, <laughs> I was like, Mariota. when did Mariota go to Texas? Oh, really? I, got Mariota. I am so <laughs> sorry. I am so sorry. I, I don't know why I was thinking Texas for him. I don't know why. Maybe because Bayroll came from the Texans. Maybe because his coach came from there. Yeah, that's probably. that's probably what I was thinking. I don't know. But Mariota wasn't even in Tennessee last. Remember, he because Tannehill took his he spot. Really, He's been in Atlanta. He got yeah. he got released out of Atlanta. That's what oh, I was saying wow. after I was back. I was like, wait, it was Atlanta, not the Texans. 
You know, yeah. that's why you guys were so oblivious. Do you guys have a quarterback right now? We have one still on contract. <laughs> yeah. But um I'm hoping I'm hoping they make a smart decision. That's all okay. I can say. Oh, okay. Um you know, not to get into draft prospects, it just at this point, I think no matter who they draft at quarterback, we need so much more. So yeah. it's not a it's not a plug and play. We need a team. Yeah. So, so we need so, a five year plan. Right. So for me, so for me, I'm like, okay, let's let's move up to six to seven wins next year. What right. what puts you in a position to get six to seven? And and I'm not being funny that you don't have to overachieve in year one. You just got to get some guys in the door you can rely on, and you and then you can kind of flirt. With, with free agency. I think right now, today, you're a hard sell for free agency. And D'Amico made the hard shell crack a little, but you're still a hard sell. I mean, coming to play for a great coach yeah. sells you a little bit, mm -hmm. but you're not just going to have guys going, hmm, that team looks, yeah, I got to get that spot. <laughs> I want to go to Houston. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like, you know, like Justin Reed, he's yeah, given several interviews about leaving the Texans and going to Kansas City. And in his conversation, he was like, he looked at what was there, an attractive coach, an attractive quarterback, good pieces, solid team core that just needed oomph. And, and he proved that yeah. they just needed a little oomph, mm. you know, and that's it. And you and you and you run into the to the light with it. It wasn't hard last year, right, to con convince Odell to sign with the Rams, right? Because they had all the little people. This is a shiny. It was little, easy. It yeah, was e it's easy. We're not easy. <laughs> so yeah. so yeah, at clearly. This point, and that record ain't easy to look at either. No, it's not. I mean, you might no. need to just do like one of the, the Seahawks notorious moves and just take a pick, trade down for like six picks for that pick. And then you're getting a, a good roster maybe of like fourth and fifth rounders that can just start working towards the bet. I think the <laughs> only problem is you, you have another division rival sitting right behind you in this draft. And you can't afford to let them pick spots over you. You just can't yeah. afford it. You you want to grab before they grab, period. Yeah. Well, so. we wish you and your team good luck. Uh, we also wish you. I don't know why I was thinking Atlanta. I don't know why I was thinking Atlanta on my mind. You mean Texas? He was talking. No, no, about no, Texas. no. Atlanta oh. with Mariota. Like I don't know yeah. why I was thinking that with Mariota on my mind with Atlanta. Like I don't know why I was thinking that. Natasha, where can people find you and follow you? Your YouTube, your social media handles, so they can come tap in with you. I just try to keep life simple. I'm at the Grandsbury. It's my last name. Uh, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Um, I'll be ramping up my uh, baseball trips this summer. Um, okay. I'm actually, I'm actually headed back to Phoenix in a couple of weeks. I'm, I'm going to try to catch KD, uh, in Phoenix. Uh, I'm cool. to do that too. Let's see yes. what that looks like. And so I'll, I'll be there in a couple of weeks to see them. Um, I don't know if Harden will play. I'm going to catch that Philly game, Philly versus, um, the Suns. And, you know, somebody might not play, but I'm okay with that. I just want to knock off another arena too. And, and of course, mm -hmm. if people don't know when they have the Super Bowl. The basketball team is always out of town because you usually of need course. the venue. You usually need the venue. So they so they were out of town at the time and they came back the day I left. But I'll be ramping up baseball and I'll be going to the final four. So, you know, I have some exciting uh details. And I love that I went last year, so I'll be able to compare how my yeah. student does it. We this is our third time, but I actually never attended when we had it. 
The second okay. time I wasn't living in the city. Um, but I always went, I always went to the pregame events, like I said, but it's it's very different to try to actually attend the game. So I'm looking forward to that. But the Grandsbury is where I'm at until I catch up with you guys again in uh Vegas. I always get one or the other, you know, the yeah, last I know. Times. I, and know. I really love my little football. That was so thoughtful of you. It's such yes. a brilliant person. I have to rock it this season for sure. Cause I didn't yeah. really go to any other games yeah. after I saw Let you. me teach you a trick. You take a clear bag and you put your purse in the bag. And then once you're inside, you carry your purse because the bag is technically larger than the clutch, but right. anything in the clear bag can go in. Listen, go in they stopped me because they thought it was a real football <laughs> and that I can't bring a football into the game. And I was like, wait, what? No, this it's is weekend. <laughs> and it took, it took the lady security guard to be like, uh, that's a purse. It's fine. I was like, thank you. Like, Thank you. They're not going to do that. They're not going to pull that at Allegiant with me. Yeah. There you go. Oh, no, All right. Well, people. <laughs> she's got people. right. Right. Steph We're not says it was great seeing you on the show. Thanks, so. Steph. Thank you. <laughs> so good we to see you. We appreciate you. And hopefully I see you guys before. But yes. if not, I'll be in Vegas for Usher's birthday because I want to see Usher on his birthday. So. Oh, yeah. Birthday. Go. Yeah. It's not to October, but hopefully, okay. uh, if not, it'll be October and then again, Super Bowl. Well, you okay. know, MLB All-Star is in Seattle. I know I'm in debate. I'm in debate. <laughs> Only because I'm going to NASCAR. Oh. Uh, in that. Chicago. Ooh. Uh, street race. Dang, it's that July sounds good. Weekend. And so. That'll be fun. Do that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that be your oh, first NASCAR? It's booked. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Is that is that your first NASCAR? Yeah. 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 That's going to be yeah. great. Mm -hmm. wow. Yeah, we just okay. had a race out here. Yeah. Yes, I know. I, I saw. Mm -hmm. I, yeah, <laughs> I was jealous. So <laughs> you guys have a great show. I always love talking to you. I love always love watching you. You're, and you're we love awesome you too. Representation we love of you, sis. International Day, and I want to salute you on that as as well. You know, you guys are a great fit and team, and I just um, I love you. you. I, I I can't wait uh, to to get what I need now. Is I need like a I need a patch because that patch that's on the beanie I have for you guys, I love um, it. But now it's hot. So I can't wear the patch. So I can't wear the beanie. I might have a patch or I got a pin. I'll leave it sent yeah, a, I pin. a pin and put on a jean jacket or something. Yeah. I got a I small pin. Yeah. I had stickers. Yeah. I want to represent when yes, I, go. I, I appreciate you. that. I appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Well, we appreciate you. We thank you. Make sure to check out Natasha Gransbury at yes. the Gransbury Miss Stadium Queen. We appreciate you. Thank you. And we will see you next time. Hopefully, we'll see you sooner before Super Bowl next year. All right. Thanks. <laughs> All, right, All right. Bye. Take care. <laughs> In the heart of Texas. Yes. There's a stadium queen. <laughs> Name Tasha. Hey, so I got to. Did you read the report on Sean Kim? Because I tried to. I was trying. Like, it came across my phone. Like I said, I thought I had it. Do not okay, so it. here we are. Former NBA star Sean Kemp arrested yeah. Wednesday today and booked into Pierce County Jail, which is Tacoma. Tacoma police said that an altercation between occupants of two vehicles <laughs> near the Tacoma Mall. Any of my people in Seattle know it's <laughs> not a place. Tacoma Mall led to shots being fired early Wednesday afternoon. No injuries were reported, and one of the cars fled the scene. According to the release from the police department on social media, a gun was recovered and investigation ongoing. 
online records for Pierce County show that Kemp 53 was booked on a felony drive-by shooting charge at 5.58 local time about four hours after the incident. Kemp, of course, a six-time NBA All-Star who played 14 seasons in the league, including eight with the Sonics. And selecting the... Yeah. Interesting to see how that's going to... Averaging 14 14 points a game. But a charge with a drive-by? Come on, man. You know your city. Uh, What's going on in your project? You it's Tacoma. Me. It's Tacoma. It ain't see that wouldn't. I mean, there it could happen in Seattle. I will say that, but Tacoma is notorious for more gun violence than Seattle. But Tacoma, I listen. I still don't go to Tacoma very often. That's it. Period. Well, it seems like it. It sounds like that's the environment. It comes with the territory. But why is he? I there? mean, but why are you fifty three doing all this? But that, that's my question. I'm like, well, why are why is he there? I have no idea. Maybe he had an event or something. Or like, well, I'm not saying Florida's any better, but you could stay know. in Orlando or move somewhere else like you're Sean Kemp. Like, why are we still in these streets? Uh, who knows? Who knows? It's a lot. Um, also, update on Michael Irvin. We all had talked about this before yes. in regards to him getting um, kind of booted off the NFL network during Super Bowl because of the allegations that a woman um, had made against him at the Marriott Hotel. Apparently, there was two men in, in, the, in the hotel at the same time. From two, different, one was from Australia, one was from Philly, right. and they so obviously no connection to him. But they mentioned that they saw him. It appeared that there was nothing wrong in the altercation. Right. That it was very brief. The woman appeared friendly. So, you know, Urban's got a $100 million defamation lawsuit against he this sure person does. and the Marriott, and rightfully so. You know, and I think his attorney even mentioned that he got a chance to see a, 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 a portion of the video and that basically just showed Urban shaking his hand, her shaking her hand, and he touched her on the elbow twice. So I don't know where sexual assault came from by touching elbows, but. I don't know. I mean, if you touch somebody, I don't want nobody touching me. Get paid if you think you could do it. Sure. I mean, hey. I mean, if you can. But his, it sounds like she's not going to get away with it because now there's video and there's witnesses and all that. Maybe that Absolutely. was the, the lie she Absolutely. should Shout out to Mike Dixon. Um, shout out to Mike Dixon. Yeah. Mike Dixon so, might know yeah, about, he might know about Tacoma now because he's been out putting the Pacific Northwest yeah, a lot. So yeah, he, that's right. He's been in, he's in the Washington <laughs> You better get that breaking now. news in the Sean Kemp story, Mike, right. while you're out there. All right, talk about it. Let us know. What's the tea? <laughs> Give us a copy of that police report. Let's see what really went down. Um, some other news. So listen, Tiger just can't catch a break with women. I don't know what it is. That's all. So this longtime girlfriend of his since like 2017, Erica Herman, she filed a lawsuit to nullify the non-disclosure agreement that she had signed when they started dating. But the only reason she's requesting that it be nullified is due to a, 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 a citing a law, which is for sexual abuse cases called the speak out act. Now, she hasn't filed any actual allegations towards him, but if you're trying to nullify an NDA due to the Speak Out Act, that means that something regarding sexual abuse may have happened or what? So He needs money. Probably that. Well, she doesn't even because he, he kicked her out of her house. Yeah, and she needs what money. she said is that, <laughs> and what man would ever say this? Yeah, once I kick you out, once we break up, you can stay for five years. Huh? What are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, he changed the locks and everything. I mean, she needs money, Melissa. Like, first of oh, all, of you course. signed an NDA in consent. You got a great lawyer who found a loophole in said NDA, and this is what we can file it under, and now you can try and get paid. Yeah. 
Exactly, Steph. She said they sent her, they told her to leave the pack a bag and they sent her off on vacation and then told her she couldn't come back to the house. <laughs> yeah, basically, and he changed the locks. And she's mad because she's broke and needs money. Oh, and she may man. have someone in her circle of friends who's an excellent attorney who gave her some free legal advice of this is what you could do and this is who you could speak And here with. we are. And here yeah. we are. We're going to move into some Vegas sports real quick. Hey, big shout out to Kelsey Plum, Darren Waller, yes! the Titan Knot this Saturday. Looking lovely. Looks like they had a great time. I know. Um, Where was the venue? That's my question. I don't know. I was, was thinking like maybe like a country club, like one of those, like maybe like the... I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Those sticks and trees is not looking like Vegas. I need to know where that venue is. That's all they I want. They said it was Vegas, but yeah, we maybe if we see her, we'll have to ask her where she got married during the season. Yeah, she looks phenomenal. Shout out, to, shout out to them. Yeah, very. Yeah, shout out to Bad Max. He got married this weekend too. Same oh, weekend. Yeah. Dang. So Max much going on. So much going he on. He and his wife been a newborn. Their wedding pics were amazing. I should have sent them to you today, but oh, they were just dang, beautiful yeah. as well. Well, good. Yeah. Um, right now, let me check a score. The UNLV Lady Rebel, uh, yes. the Lady Rebels are playing for the championship, the Mountain West tournament. I, I'm gonna have to find. Let me see if I can. If anybody's in the chat and knows the score of the UNLV game, let us know because the Lady Rebels are playing right now for the championship to hopefully go back to back again in the championships. Also, um, Coach Coach The Rock was um, named Coach of the Year, nice. and we also, yeah, Kia. I'm sorry, Kiara Jackson was the sixth person of the year. Essence Booker, yep. Justice Etheridge, and Desiree. Uh, Young were all Mountain West first team. Of course, we know they went back to back in the regular season for Mountain West, but they are playing now. And I'm hoping, um, hoping they're winning. I mean, they've been they've been clobbering the Mountain West this season too. So we'll see how that goes. So if anybody's out there can give us an update on a score, we would appreciate it. Yeah, and our men won today too in overtime. Yeah. Oh, good. Yeah. Well, yeah, there's won. something to be proud about. <laughs> so Sorry. if the men can win tonight, I'm darn sure our women should be Oh, Mike Dixon with the come through. Thank you, tonight. Michael Dixon. Oh, and Stephanie. Sorry, 31-28, Lady Reds up at the half. So it's halftime half. okay. up by three. All right, well, we're going to start this up so we can try and watch it, too. Uh, UFC yeah. 258 took place in Vegas over the weekend. John Jones John, back after... That. Three years off, 43 mm-hmm. pounds heavier, and it only took him two minutes to beat his opponent. In a, I know, in the first round. Let's it's go. Crazy. So, that, I mean, this is indicative to UFC right now. This is where we're at right now. They do not yeah. have any compelling fighters to match up with some of these no. people. Who is mm-hmm. fighting really in UFC? Are we going into now? It's all about boxing. I mean, Okay. You gotta bring. Whatever. Listen, you gotta offer Francis what he wants and get Francis back here to go at it with him. Francis I think that would be boxing. a phenomenal fight. Francis needs to go in the boxing against Tyson Fury or someone <laughs> like that in the weight class. We need to see him on the boxing circuit. But they're not gonna bring Francis back. And even yeah. if they did, they don't have anybody to match up to him anyway on contention. This is like UFC. This UFC. What was it? Two fifty eight. Which one was this one? Two eighty five. Three eighty five. It's. That's where we're at right now. So many series of these doggone episodes of UFC and no good contenders. You pull John Jones out three years hiatus in the dark and he still can come in and knock the brakes out of somebody I mean, in the first He round. is a little bit of a difference. You know, I mean, John Jones is- What did I mean, we pay for? 
What did we pay for? He's got like the athletic family. He comes from genes that are just able to like rip through things. So I don't know. I just, it's insane. That's even worse. That's even worse. (laughs) You know, he's that best best of a specimen athlete. They better be finding some people on these Friday night fights to come out and and get get this better. They got to do better. People yeah, that like, have interest in the they UFC, gotta pay they more. They gotta have you know good benefits. They gotta do more for the for the actual fighters. Don't yeah, want them that's to what I'm be saying. Out they here. gotta pay them because otherwise we're gonna have these fights here and it's gonna be that one two knockout first round. And what are we paying for? Your preliminaries exactly. are your best way to watch. And then when you get to the main card, it's over. It's, yeah, What's going on. Um, our gold knights are up and down. We did get some acquisitions. We had a couple last minute trades. We got a new goalie, Jonathan Quick. He had his first debut and won for the Knights. We got Ivan Barbashev, who has I think he's got like three or four goals already in his first week. So good out oh, for him. But we are tied for first with the Kings. We're both tied with for 82 points. Kraken are only two points behind that. So the 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 Ooh. Pacific Division is really boiling down. It's and we actually play, heavy. We play the Kraken twice, I believe, in if not this month, it's in April. They play the Kraken twice. So we're coming back into these uh man, it's gonna be it's a tough it's, one. Man, that's hectic. And it's tough having like these rotating goalies every because you never know. It's so many injuries. I don't know. It's a lot. Mm-hmm. So um, I did want to say, uh, you know, me and Sarah did get to go. I needed to break down a little bit. We're going to go over time, but I had to talk about the Vipers game. You know, Sarah and I went there. We enjoyed a little Vipers action. The XFL is here in Las Vegas. We are only 0-3, though. We have yet to win. We played the Sea Dragons. I was happy to see my the Seattle team there. Josh Gordon went off, had two touchdowns. The game was good. I enjoyed it. I will what's say that this. What's looking like, Melissa? I, what's the, what's the feel? Terrible. Listen. What's the, what's the I, crowd looking like, Melissa? Well, here's the deal. First, the first home game, which was this week two, there was not only the heavy rains. Um, so that I think affected. I think there were still like 6,000 people there game two. I okay. didn't get the quote. I didn't get the quote for game three, but it was high winds to where the goalposts were literally swaying there were people standing with flags for the Vipers, like at the corner of the um, field that were literally, you could see that they couldn't even hold it. So the wind was so That's, crazy. So that yeah. affected a lot. But I will say what killed me the most is that we actually sat in the club level and shout out to my boy, Shane. If anybody wants to get uh, club level tickets, I got to, I got to connect for you. It's good. It's also where the media sit too. So you're indoors, which is nice during those terrible mm-hmm. vacations other days but check out where the clock is that i had to there's literally three play clocks there's three time clocks one's like on the i call it the xfl music festival um (laughs) announcing board because it looks like you're at a music festival and they have a small screen there there's one literally behind you and then there's this one You see how far that clock you see how far that clock is? Here's the and I got good eyes. Now you know I I tell everybody I got good eyesight. I never had glasses, knock on wood. They need to fix some stuff there because not only that, but then you're supposed to have a big screen to watch if you're like in a different position and can't see the field. Like, because you know, most of the 
since the game it is a baseball field there's not people on the other side so you've got fans down the viper sideline and then in the end zone so for those in the end zone that aren't seeing what's happening on the other end zone there should be a large screen that you can watch it and there maybe is like a hundred hundred a hundred inch screen that they can watch from the yeah there's a cold part about that there next season too that's the cold part about it and Steph mentioned just something about the parking. Well, apparently it's not the Vipers. Apparently that's Cashman. We got to talk to yeah. Cashman about that $20 fee because that's what's ridiculous. And the clock, <laughs> Mike said the clock's anti. Listen, I don't even know who. I, I For the first quarter, I just kept asking you can't Sarah. Even what, see it, Mike. I just said, what, how much time was left? Where is the clock? You know, there's Check no clock. Out. When you showed the video, I was squinting and coming close to the phone <laughs> like this, trying to look for the clock until you zoomed in. I'm like, where's the freaking that even when bad. you zoomed in, I still literally couldn't see it, and I'm and I'm sitting at home on a, watching it on a t- on a screen. That's crazy. Listen, The Rock, Dwayne, and Miss Danny Garcia need to figure something else out for for season two. Because I give them props for trying to bring it. this out here, but it sounds like for a mess sure, really or maybe it needs to be a different city. I love it being in Vegas, but if yeah, there's no venue that can take it, if Sam Boyd's closed and there's nowhere else we can go, I mean. Well, it's Sam just, Boyd's not allowing it because that's UNLV and Allegiant. They have an agreement. They well, no, Sam Boyd. No, no, Sam Boyd. You can't. There's nothing. It's closed. You can't even have anything at Sam no, Boyd. No, they're not even allowed to. Yeah, they're not even allowed. It's it's it still belongs to UNLV, but they're not allowing anybody in there. Like, that's their well, agreement. It's clo- yeah. Well, it's yeah. closed. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, They can't even do it even if they wanted to because their agreement with Allegiant is they can't even open it up for any event. So. It's it's a wrap, yeah. Yeah, it's closed. Like no one can yeah, go yeah. there. Period. Like yeah. it's done. It's it's terminated. There's nothing left. Yeah. Steph, the crowd was cool. There definitely seems. I mean, it was cool because obviously me being a Seahawks fan, the Sea Dragons being there, a lot of the fans that were Seattle fans showed up in like Seahawks uniforms. Um, but there was a lot of di- there's a lot of Dicor Viper fans. Some fans had the Vipers uniforms from where I think they were in like San Antonio or something before. I can't remember where yeah, their I city was before. It. But um, it's you know, it was fun. Here. Yeah, it's it's definitely interesting. I think it would be better without it. I think plus last weekend you had NASCAR, you had the UFC fight, so there was so much going on. I think that also affected the. I the don't attendance. think that competition was anything to excess fail. You're either gonna be a fan of this thing or you're not. Well, I think if you're just trying to find sports to watch, plus we had big league here. The big league weekend was last weekend and this weekend. So I think if you're looking for something to do, those might fall a little higher on your, on your want to do. I think it would fall higher on anybody. I think shopping for the day at target would fall higher on priority (laughs) list than going out there. If you're telling me that the field is looking like that, they should have maybe done indoors or something like that. Possibly. Well, no, that would be arena football and they already have that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't and know. then Vegas and the know. arena football team has a way better scenario over there at the uh, Dollar Loan Center. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. I know um, that's crazy. Before, yeah, I, I, I did want to, like I said, I, it's it's you see it on you see it in you see it on the news saying, oh, there's extra game. Do you make the choice to get in the car and go? I don't know. Yeah, wow. I don't know. Because all I can think of is the lights when I was seeing the highlights on it. Even when they did the little story on XM, it nothing changed. It's still Cashman Field. Still <laughs> yeah. those bleachers. And still, it's, it's, it's sad to see those other teams out there that have these nice college stadiums they're playing at. And yeah. they got crowds. Like the DC right. Defenders had a whole beer snake line down the entire side. I mean, it was just, Maybe those are dope venues. Maybe it should have been a Reno played at UNR. That Maybe would be good. They should have been no, a Reno. Listen. We don't need a Vegas. You better you know? hit up Danny and tell her. Let her know. Let her know. Right? 
Yeah. Um, I did want to shout out earlier, we, the Pelicans, the Mavs had an all-women broadcast. What I didn't realize is not only were is it the, you know, Cassidy, Doris, and Beth, but they also had all women in the control room. They had all women on the cameras, all women referee. I mean, it was oh, just a nice. dope yeah, scene for that. Doris. Yeah, I heard Doris when I was watching the game. Yeah, I did too. Yeah. Also, shout out for the NBA, uh, NBA and TNT. They gave flowers to all the women's staff there. And then, of course, if you caught Becky Hammond today, she was on the NBA countdown with uh, Malika Andrews and Monica McNutt and Chini and uh, Ramona Shelburne. It was a dope, it was a dope show with them. It was great to see. I love seeing Becky on there. So they had a girl power moment as well. Um, I agree with Mike. Yeah, the Battle Hawks, yeah, because it's arena. Better looking, better aesthetic, better venue. I agree. Arena. They got a brand new arena for I that. I agree. I agree with you wholeheartedly, 100%. That's a no-brainer there, for real. Yeah. They should have uh, brought them here. It's yeah, they gotta do more. And it's what's crazy is that when you see them offering halftime, leaving and coming, the visitors have to go through the end zone to get to the you know um, the visitors' That's locker room, which which is the bait, which is the baseball dugout. You're That's literally going into dugouts to That's a shame. yeah. That's a shame. It's a lot. Um, shout out to Paul Gasol. Yeah, when your Lakers yes. got his jersey retired, gets Such to be next to Kobe. For that. Yeah. I know you like that. Night. And to see the video replay about Kobe wanting to be retired at, around the same time as Gasol and promising that their jerseys would be next to each other was I just know. so that was chilling and um crazy how it came about crazy how that how that goes and so and shout out to the lakers for giving out replica jerseys for the entire i mean that's well, they needed to that was that yeah. they needed to that was a dope look for real like yeah. we needed that especially the way our lakers are playing right now we're close to getting into a play-in listen so coming that. through that play-in time and i think you guys are ninth right now or something and then yeah, you know this all yeah. got uh, his jersey outside of his hometown in spain yeah Man, oh, yeah, Powell Gasol. Yeah. I always like Powell. I always he's a stand up guy, stand up player. He's godfather to Kobe's children, very close yep. to the family. Um, they were very, I, di I didn't realize the relationship was as close as they were until oh, yeah. Kobe had passed. And so, yeah, I didn't, I don't think that in Vanessa Bryant's speech, she just was like a ball of emotions, like, here we go. But yeah. well deserved, about time. For sure. We wanted to see Absolutely. that. He is always a Laker to us, he's a legend. Uh, we love yeah. Powell, that's our guy. Speaking of Lakers, um, what's your thought on street clothes right now? Cause street clothes needs to be a team leader, and I think he played very well last night. I think he executed, yeah. and I think everyone in their role position. Even after getting band-aided up and 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 smacked and bleeding, I mean, he he came back and and put it through, which was amazing to see him get hurt, have to go back, you know, you know, yeah, leaving they and then to, to come back and play. Like, hey, I got this. He needs to tell the old man, I got this. I can be a lead leader of this team and step up. It's long overdue that I need to. Shout out to Troy Brown Jr. for that three. Vegas's finest. Oregon Ducks' finest. Troy mm. Brown Jr. shot that three. Man, listen. <laughs> That's good. We love our hey, Vegas boys. Hey, you guys are even pushing towards just getting into the pl regular playoffs. Like, you are, I think, ninth right now on, like, two and a half games, I think they said. Last yeah, night in regards got, to we got a two-game break. Play Golden State on Thursday. We'll see what happens with that. Or do we play? Is yeah, it in Golden, Golden State or is it in LA? 
Because, you know, the Warriors have been playing like crap on the road. These Warriors can't win a game on the road to save their lives, even with Steph. Yeah, but I ain't counting the Warriors out either. Well, no. You can't count them out, but. You can't. I'm not giving up on them. They're sixth (sighs) right now in the league, which is not a bad standing. The West is just super duper stacked. And I don't feel like, you know, with Phoenix. Well, then, because now you got, you know, KD and Kyrie here. They both matched up on Sunday. Suns came out mm-hmm. the victor in that one, but that was the first chance we got to see KD out there doing his thing. I mean, yeah, it's... but I don't, I don't see them going any further either. Denver is a juggernaut. Joker might get the MVP third time in a row. Yeah, there's no racial bias to it. That's just what it is. Who else is gonna get it? I don't know anybody else that could get it. They're 46 wins in on the West. Bucks have 47. I mean, yeah, I don't, I don't see anybody else with it. He is the most valuable player. When I did fantasy draft, of course, Joker was the first one scooped up. That's what you're going to take. Yeah, that's and he's highly is. affected. Hasn't been hurt. Got Aaron Gordon over there. Got all these other people. I mean, it's just, listen. So the, I, the I got. Winning the West is to be deep in your bench. For Phoenix to only have three bigs and get rid of Mikael Bridges. And shout out to Mikael Bridges for bringing it to Boston the other night. Mikael Bridges, who they gave up in Phoenix, was the biggest mistake of their lives. Knicks, boy. They had that nine-game streak. Come on. Unbelievable. Double overtime with the Celtics? Jeez. Y'all don't look for the future, do you? You still with this big three mentality when you know it's just the Titos that want to play and play ball. Right. And you get rid of the – yeah. Okay. So one thing I know you don't like talking about these Clippers. You don't like that talking about the little baby team in LA, but this is hilarious. There's a video. So, you know, the team was all present for the stadium, you know, they're outside the new stadium that's getting built for them. Cause they're going to be moving mm-hmm. out of your house. They got their own, the Inuit dome, but <laughs> Steve Ballmer <laughs> had the funniest clip ever as he talks about the toilets for the new arena. Toilets, Let's see. 1160 toilets. Yeah. Yeah. Three times the NBA average number of toilets and urinals. We do not want people waiting in line. We want them to get back to their damn seats uh, at the end of the half before the game. He's proud about his three times the, the normal number of toilets in a It's going to take a minute to get back to their seat. I mean, <laughs> come on. All right. <laughs> I just couldn't. It was too much. Hey, and then you that sent is, me this. That's hilarious. And I cannot wait. I don't. I, if they're filming in Vegas, I need to be there watching this filming go down because apparently Jonathan Majors is now going to be playing Dennis Rodman in the upcoming movie Forty Eight Hours in Vegas. Of course, I, if you watch, live for it. If you watch The Last Dance, if you even know if you were around during these years, you know Dennis took off to Vegas for Forty Eight Hours and. <laughs> I already know they're going to get into some things. I want to see it all. And I, I want to know it, where it's getting filmed. I want to be an extra in this shot. Like, where? what is the deal? I need Jonathan Majors, for, number one, to keep his body the way it is, too, for this role. Man, please. Uh, I don't need him to lean up don't, on Don't this. get skinny. Don't he get can skinny. Keep, he can keep it. the Creed body, you know? Right, um, right. Secondly, I'm very curious to see how they're going to make this happen. And, and, and I wonder if Mark Wahlberg has something to do with this because of the simple fact that, yeah, he's a Boston fan, he's, you know, the Bulls, but he's trying to do a whole film production and studio out here in Vegas and bring more cinema to Vegas. And I just wonder if his his name is tapped onto this, too. Hey, we shall see. Um, yeah. I did want to give a quick shout out, too, because uh, the Las Vegas Aces did team up with um, Fox 5 News here locally to do broadcast for the game. They're going to be doing, like, 
30 minute pre, um, pre and post game shows for those that get aired nationally. Unfortunately okay. for most of us, the aces, all their games will still be on the same network, which has terrible video coverage yeah. and they be on like 1080i or <laughs> they on yeah, 700k. I don't know. It'd be too much, but that they did with the aces and Fox five. We've got one, two, three, four, five, seven nationally televised um, regular season games. Of course, they're going to show, um, a few of them, I think our opener is with the storm. So that's right. going to be, that's going to be good. We also have our ring ceremony that's going to take place in that Ooh, first home game. Well. Right, right, right. Yeah, season tickets are still available. You guys, they're yeah. not expensive. Season tickets. If you want, um, for some girl power, cause I know we're getting, I know we're getting over the, the hump here, but for some girl power, I did want to acknowledge, uh, the Portland trailblazers, the trailblazers front office has four, current or former WME players, scout Tina Thompson, director of basketball strategy, um, uh, nice. Asia Jones, scouting manager, Sherry Sham, and then intern Avina Westbrook. Here's something about Avina Westbrook. She's a first, she, this will be her second year, her first year playing with the mystics. She decided to not go overseas, which most players do to get their extra income. She decided to take up as an intern with the blazers because she had some Yukon hookups within the, within the scenario here. Decided to learn both on court and um, in office from the Blazers organization. Kind of, she said she had mentioned how she was like, you know, seeing what Dame Lillard puts into his work ethic and what he's doing in practice. And then she took off and went to Athletes Unlimited. So this is something new for I think players that usually are used to. We're seeing used to used to seeing players leaving the league, going overseas, coming back in time. Mm -hmm. We've got Athletes Unlimited that is in season two. Shout out to Sydney Colson and to KB who are both playing in that. So dope for the Portland Trailblazers. They are definitely the leading, um, leading the the way for um, women in that sport. Also, got to give it up to the Gamecocks. Got to give it up to Don Staley. Right. These ladies, where is my? There we go. Nope. Here we go. Uh, Thirty-two and zero. Seventh SEC women's title since 2015. Mind you, it's 2023, so they've literally had almost every year with an SEC title. An eleventh consecutive NCAA tourney bid. That's crazy team for real. Listen, and I've said I've had Caitlin in the girl power before, but I gotta right. do it again. Listen, I swear to God, I am more excited for women's women's March Madness here than I am for men's. Caitlin Clark. The only player, man or woman, who has recorded 25 points, 15 assists, 10 rebounds in a game over the last 20 seasons. The only player, man or woman, in the last 20 seasons. And get this. She did it twice. Yeah. She's a beast. Man, listen. Man, she's listen. She's a beast. She's a beast. <sighs> I can't. Um, there, I got a couple of shoes. I'm just going to go through them quick. Cause you know, I know Natalie said that she should rather, I should rather do arms of the NFL or arms of sports. Versus yeah. You got to do the arms or biceps. Yeah. Let's get into that. Or the abs. Of oh, the, yeah, I don't know. I don't want to be like, you know, sexy. Do it, you can do it for NBA. I remember when we, when we and Steph went at it, we had the butts or uh, buns of the MLB. <laughs> Cause that was easier. Yeah, I mean, I think I what know. we should do is all things of one player. Like one when baseball season starts, we just do a whole collage of Gabe Kaplan, like all things Gabe oriented, and just. If anybody him. needs to remember what Gabe Kaplan looks like, we just have to. Ah, 
Yes. <laughs> we need to get to the. We need to get to Arizona for we the do, uh, spring training for the do. Giants, man. Tacos trying to have all the fun. We need to see games. <laughs> I'm saying anyway, right. for the sneaker people, um, just so you know, the, uh, the third, the, the, the threes, the white cements are getting read that they got re-imaged re and they're going to be on that. the 11th. I saw that. Well, and look at these, the Air Max ones, these are the 87s. This is the great indoors, AKA the tiger swoosh. These will you be know out what? I on, actually the, like those. on the 15th. I'm not opposed to it. I, and I figured I saw these and I kind of thought Mo. I kind of felt it. I yeah, actually like these. Like ones I too. really I actually can get on deck with these. I, okay, look at us breaking bread here on a sneaker real quick. Yeah. Um, I and then can he, get on deck. Maxes don't count. I feel like no one's really wearing maxes like I see like the other stuff. But yes, people yeah. are still wearing maxes. I get it. They are. But I do Here's like another these. pair, not as great, but these ones nah. are called the um Shima Shima. These will be on the tenth. And you know, I just got a thing for neon, so I had to put these out too. Oh, these are the dunk cool, highs man. with the electric. These are called the electric. These will be out on the tenth as well. I think that's yeah, good, everybody. That's where you gonna find those too. <laughs> oh guys. and for the saint patty's day people converse teamed up with pata they got a one the converse one star the four leaf clover these will be on the 10th as well so for all I my irish friends either. out there yeah i like i like the I, you know a little bit of my the irish side like they had the little four leaf clover yeah. Yeah. yeah so anyways guys um let me check these comments i have <laughs> natalie she said arms thighs chest abs of all bring it back please yes <laughs> well you saw that picture of gabe he had everything that we needed yes him. steph remembers it was the buns of the mlb because no, you could always see <laughs> listen steph i stay <laughs> I'm going to stay with Gabe in the memory, in the save photos here on the show. So if anybody just yells Gabe at any time, we'll pull it up for you. Um, okay, that's the show man. for today, guys. We've definitely gone over, but we appreciate you. It's Women's yes. History Month. It's International Women's Day. We've had plenty of international women in our chat, and we appreciate you for joining yes. and sharing. If you're just catching the tail end of this, make sure you uh, share you can catch the replay. You can go to YouTube and subscribe to our, our podcast at Girl Chat Sports. We appreciate all the people that um, join in and, and share with us. And we, ex you know, just another great West Coast Wednesday out it here. Was. It was. <laughs> so we'll see you guys next Wednesday. We'll catch you later. Appreciate you. Bye. All right. We're Let's out. go Rebels. Yes. <laughs>